welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Thursday, 14 September 2023. Our bit today is taken from Genesis 41, verse 38, which says, Can we find such a man as this is? A man in whom the Spirit of God is? Well, my people, it's a beautiful Thursday morning with lots of sunshine, though it's somewhat cool. But that's the normal temperature for these times, so everything seems honky-dory. <laughs> However, we know that things are never completely honky-dory, for the evil one always tries to insert some kind of problem in our good times. He's just jealous of us being one with Jesus and enjoying the abundant life that he died for us to have. But then again, with our strong faith in Christ and the amazing power of his indwelling Holy Spirit, we can certainly successfully thwart the evil schemes and wiles of the enemy. So please, let's not concentrate on what's wrong with our lives, but on what's right, and neither strive to obtain what we don't have, but be contented with what we do have. For our merciful and compassionate God will give us whatever we need, as Paul says in Philippians, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And we know that's Philippians 4.19. And remember too, as Bro Paul said earlier on to the church at Philippi, being confident of this very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform or complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And that's Philippians 1.6. And it means when God begins a good work in us, he will not stop until Jesus returns. So we have promises that all our needs will be fulfilled and God will not stop his main desire and job of making us as Christ-like as possible. And that's the uplifting word for today. Yes, my brethren. Now, let's get back to that riveting saga of Brother Joseph, where we left him yesterday, telling Pharaoh how to successfully handle the upcoming years of plenty and those of famine. And wonder of wonders, Referring to Brother Joseph's plan that he outlined to Pharaoh, the Bible tells us, and the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And that's Genesis 41, 37. Wow! Imagine the great Pharaoh listening to the advice of a jailed Hebrew. But our God does wondrous things even through pagan kings and princes to satisfy the needs of his servants. And this Pharaoh was indeed a wise and teachable ruler, unlike the one that Moses dealt with, whom the Bible says, Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And that comes from Exodus 1.8. But not, that is not impossible, my people, for it's through Joseph's wise handling of the famine under the first Pharaoh that Egypt truly became great and wealthy. So it's either he did not know the history of his people 
or he was just not concerned. I believe it was the latter he wasn't concerned. But anyhow, the wise Pharaoh was impressed with Bar Joseph's method of handling the upcoming situation. And please note too, that that Pharaoh did not doubt for one moment Bar Joseph's interpretation of his dream, like the one with Moses foolishly doubted that the Lord would do what he said and rain down plague after plague on Egypt until he set his people free. The good library then continues, and Pharaoh said unto his servants, can we find such a man as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? No, isn't it surprising that a pagan king is talking about a man with the Spirit of God? Yes, it is. But that's how our great God operates. It's just like when he had the great Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar praise God's wonders in the time of the prophet Daniel. After Nebuchadnezzar's prideful boast about his greatness, he became mentally unhinged for seven years. Then at the end of the seven years, his mind was restored to him and he joyfully proclaimed, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of Heaven, all whose works are truth and his ways judgment or justice, and those that walk in pride he is able to abase. And that's Daniel 4.37. And that's for certain sure, my brethren, as so many people, prideful people have discovered down through the ages, and the many foolish ones nowadays are still discovering. But getting back to our story, the Bible continues, And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God hath showed thee all this, there is none so discreet or as discerning and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over or in charge of my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. Mama, oh mama. And that comes from Genesis 41, 39 to 41. And you know, friends, that was none other than the working of our omnipotent God. For how else would a great ruler hand over all his power to a young man not of his people, of no great repute, whom he had met for the first time a short while before. But that, that was the culmination of all the unfair and unjust situations where Joseph had gone through and born with a good attitude. It was just what the Lord had planned from day one. Remember Brother Joseph's first dream where people were bowing down to him and the scorn and dislike his brothers threw at him on hearing it. And you can find that in Genesis 37, 5 to 8. But that's how our great God works. And he will do the same for each one of us whom he tasks with building his kingdom. And we faithfully and obediently follow his directives. It's a great lesson in faithfulness, obedience, and keeping a good and godly attitude through all our trials and tribulations until the Lord blesses us with the destiny he has planned for us. And you know what, my people? 
He never asks us to do his bidding without giving us the wherewith, sorry, the wherewithal, the anointing to do it. Just like he gave Brother Joseph the strength, the anointing to bear up under all the injustice he suffered. And today, the Lord has most generously bestowed blessings upon us that we do not deserve, but are necessary to do his work. We call them our Thursday blessings. So let's activate them by declaring, you believe I spell declaring wrong? Yes, let's activate them by declaring them now. For a blessing isn't a blessing until it's been declared. Yes, we spell that one right. As one voice, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I am blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. And as always, friends, it's now our bounden duty to take those blessings and go out and use them just as generously in the service of others as the Lord shared them with us so that we can fulfill our destiny. Much love. And the postscript for today says, though trials and tribulations come in working for Christ, the amazing rewards are certainly worth standing strong in his faithfulness. And that's a gospel truth, friends. Working for Christ is not easy, but the rewards are wonderful. But the only problem is you won't be able to experience them until you start working seriously and sincerely for him. So please, let's get together today now and start doing that because we know that's the only way we'll make any positive differences in this world. And we pray all of that in Jesus' strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.